Hey, shout out to Gibeon. I love, love, love that album. But that song, Stuck On You, is exactly what tonight's episode of Insecure really, really was talking about. So, everybody, welcome back to the Jameer Smith Show podcast, season three. As we are wrapping up this season, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to everyone that has been a part of this season. It has been so special to me because I have really been connecting and building relationships with some fantastic people that are doing some amazing things in this industry. So, of course, you guys know the Jameer Smith Show is a platform that has creatives, designers, entrepreneurs, single parents, I mean, families, relationships, love. We have a platform that it just introduces and creates footprints for people to tell their story. And tonight is no other than the recap of Insecure's last season. And tonight's episode, I have to say, and I'm when I finish recording, I'm going to watch it again. I was blown away. So we're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> you hear the excitement in my voice because, you know, I think the season has definitely been um, a little dark, a lot of foreshadowing. And, um, you know, I hate that we're now doing a build up on the last two episodes. But, you know, better late than than, than never. I think that's is that the quote? Um, but tonight's episode. Uh, I think we need to go ahead and just get into it. So, out, okay? Season five on episode nine of Insecure. It starts off with Issa and Nathan as they start looking at some new apartments and they've really come to terms like, you know, hey, let's go ahead and move in together. I think that we have really become comfortable within our relationship and really building. So, what does next level look like? And you guys know from our last week's episode, my thoughts on, you know, uh, moving in with your potential lover, your mate, you know, your significant other is a big thing. And um, huge shout out to both of them, because I think Issa has definitely, you know, opened up her heart again. And as well as Nathan really taking accountability for his actions. So hopefully we can see some big things and um, they're able to, you know, look at this really perfect apartment you know that's kind of close to nathan's shop and then also uh isa talks about how at mbw and uh kind of going to crenshaw studio is in close distance as well so they really can kind of see themselves building a life together in this place and i mean it's big and you know they really are in sync with every single thing. And I love the little jokes that they're making because it's definitely the type of jokes that relationship have. I, I think that they were talking about, you know, her cold feet on him. And, you know, it's just those little small innuendos that in relationships, we think about those things whenever we're just building a life together. And I think it's so sweet. So I love this whole comedic thing at the end before the uh, intro comes on is that they end up deciding to try and apply, but the realtor is kind of busy in the background. And you notice him just kind of on his phone and he already has rented out the apartment. At that point, 
They lose it. Issa's like, hold on, bro. Hold on. Now, you know we just talking. And Nathan's like, hey, we just trying to. And I love that entire dynamic between all of them because you really see Issa like, Nathan, you better get him. <laughs> and it's so cute because we're able to see that now they're at a point in their relationship that they're going to continue to grow in their relationship. And the universe has really aligned itself to bring them together but maybe this just was not the right apartment, unfortunately. So I really do like how co collectively they really are in a good place and it feels good. So great opening of uh, episode nine. And we then go right over to Molly. You know, she got on this bad black dress, man. And she's talking to her other teammates and Torian walks in and they're all kind of looking at him like, what's 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 going on? And one of the teammates is like, have, did the partners offer you a partnership in the firm? Because I saw that you had a private meeting early this morning. And reluctantly, he says yes. And Molly immediately hugs him and she's so enthusiastic. And it really starts to kind of draw some looks, you know, from some of her other female colleagues and she tries to kind of cover it up to bring everybody to kind of embrace the situation. And it still seems kind of weird. And Molly and Torian, they kind of walk separate directions. And another piece of comedy is that two of the colleagues are like, they definitely fucking right. <laughs> and the other colleague is like, yep. And it's just so obvious. It's so obvious. And you guys know how I feel about the work relationship but i think hopefully they're able molly and torian are able to really mature themselves in the workplace and really kind of separate their personal life because like i've always said you know on this show and my own personal feelings is that you know work and, and personal life should always be separate because you never know what may happen and then you know your feelings get involved and you know like i said guys we're human so Lawrence kind of is is back in the picture and you know shout out to all the Lawrence fans he's starting to look for an apartment with his homeboy Chad and you know as he's coming back from San Francisco he's at the place like I really don't want to move again and the next place that you know he really wants to get is he he wants to feel happy about everything and so you know his homeboy Chad tells him that he bought Derek a briefcase as a going away present, but Lawrence says he doesn't think that he'll be going to the party because, you know, Derek and Tiffany, they're throwing this party because they're leaving to go to Denver, but they know that Issa is going to be there. And Derek tells him he's not sure, one, that Issa's presence should even bother him. But I think also, you know, he kind of challenges him on given the fact that maybe he just did not fight hard enough for their relationship when it ended. And Lawrence kind of fades into the darkness like, hmm, maybe I didn't. Did I fight hard enough? You know, was I going through so much? You guys know in that moment, Lawrence was moving to San Francisco and in addition to Lawrence was having a baby with a whole nother woman. You know, so they both have really good stories. It's just unfortunate that that story did not include both of them. And uh, yeah, super unfortunate. But Derek kind of insists that Lawrence, he kind of like lets life happen to him. And 
in this situation, you know, nothing should have stopped him from really getting Issa back. And you can just really tell, you know, looking at Lawrence's face, he totally agrees with that. And so the next scene kind of goes over to Derek and Tiffany's going away party. And I'm all sad because I'm like, wow, it's like the group is breaking up. And I, I saw a lot of myself in this scene because, of course, in my friends group, I'm always the friend that's always moving to, you know, a new city. And it's always a going away dinner or event party, something or whatever for me. And it's so pretty because, you know, Tiffany's home is decked out, it's super stylish and it's the decorated to it. It's decorated to a T. I'm like, shout out to Tiffany. I think it's like at her parents house or something. And it's in the backyard and you get to see Issa and Nathan. They join Kelly and, and Tiffany and Derek. And as they're kind of around, just kind of kicking it, having cocktails they start to announce plans on moving in together. You know, Issa and Nathan really make it official. And you guys know it's always big when you start telling your friends. When when it's one of those, hey, y'all, just want to let y'all know. <laughs> and they're both super happy. And I love to see just how vulnerable both of them are. Like, not just one, but both of them just are so excited about the idea of... just collectively collaborating just life together and figuring it out. And so Tiffany kind of talks about how she won't be able to, to see their new place because she'll be in Denver. In Denver. Um, but it's, it's cute, her little saying that she, I think she says, uh, I, I read that there's over 300 days of sunlight. So, you know, that's a thing in Denver. <laughs> and you can still tell that it, she's... Tiffany really is trying to support her husband, but the unfortunate thing is, you know, you sometimes just have to follow behind your relationship and support the relationship. And um, I don't know, you really just start to see a different part of Tiffany really accepting the fact that she does have to leave. And you see the sadness really in her face, or I did. So then you see Molly, and this is the first time that she is in this public I with Torian and they come in holding hands arm in arm and she introduces you know him to the group and so Tiffany kind of zooms in on the gift that he brings and at first I didn't catch it because he was like oh it's trash and I was like wait he seems super awkward right now like what's what's going on and Torian just he kind of admits that it he kind of misread the party invitation <laughs> because he kind of looks around and notices that there are kids and babies that are around. And so he, he kind of shares to Molly that he brought edibles for, you know, everyone to share. And so as he's so embarrassed, Molly's like, you know what? It's cool. I'll take one with you. We can celebrate you just making partner and let's just wild out. Let's have a good time. And so he agrees. And so they each pop a gummy and y'all already know. And, and y'all know I don't drink or smoke, but y'all already know once that high hits, everything else goes awry. So Lawrence and Condola actually arrive next kind of with the beautiful baby Elijah. And it's so funny because it's like they're all smiles and happy to be around 
each other. And I really think just the co-parenting part in their relationship is just really good. And Lawrence immediately sees Issa kind of across the way and he still is really foreshadowing this idea of did he kind of fight hard enough to hold on to her and as he kind of like looks back down as Condola is really preparing the baby you know to get out of the uh, stroller Condola notices you know him gazing at Issa and she kind of just looks back down and so you know Issa and Nathan are at the table and Issa just turns and she notices that wow Lawrence is happy and he's with Condola it's like he has like this family and I think in her mind in any of our minds we would probably be in this really uncomfortable state of maybe thinking that dang I wish that was me that was supposed to be us but then you're in this weird situation as the song I played earlier huge shout out to Gibeon it's like, you know, I'm in this brand new relationship. So I have a brand new love that I need to make sure that I put my all into it. So Nathan notices also somewhat the same as Condola that he's like, yo, so that's Lawrence. Hmm. He came from San Francisco to the party and Issa's like, no, he actually moved back to L.A. a while ago. And then it's kind of like you see Nathan shut down. It's like the conversation really concluded, but he he felt super uneasy. And I mean, to Nathan's point, you know, it's like those are conversations that maybe we could have had, you know, a little bit openly beforehand. Oh, he may be here. Oh, my ex has moved back to the city, you know, especially someone that had that big of a footprint in your life you know Lawrence and Issa were together with what is it six seven years you know so as Issa and Nathan are building this relationship I think they really are just trying to build that trust factor back for both of them and so Tiffany and Derek they gather everybody to just kind of give like this beautiful toast and Tiffany kind of clarifies you know Life isn't over that she's moving to Denver. However, it's kind of like super awkward because she's thanking everyone in the crowd. And then she's like, oh, and Dro. And I'm like, yo, Dro shows up. I mean, we haven't seen Dro in a while. And everyone knows that Dro and Molly used to be really good friends. But in addition to Dro had an open relationship and Molly kind of was a part of that as well. And so out of the blue, he shows up with this new woman and who isn't his wife. So in my mind, I'm just thinking, oh, he's still married. It's just an open relationship. So he just kind of brought someone. But you guys know, camera focus right back on Molly. And she kind of freaks out a little bit as well, because, I mean, this is the first time that she's really seen Dro and or, you know, been in his company in in a while but also y'all gotta remember she is on <laughs> she is on a good little old edible so you can already imagine how she's probably feeling in this moment so after the toast i like how the separation kind of goes you know all the men kind of get together and Derek, 
you know, says that he'll miss L.A. food and Torian. He's super high. And I'm not even realizing what he's saying. He's just like, oh, I would love some barbecue. And, you know, guys, remember, Nathan is from Houston. So Nathan is just like, you know, L.A. has some amazing weather, but the barbecue eh, it ain't too good. But, you know, Dro and Lawrence, they're from L.A. and from the California area. So they kind of are really defending, you know, L.A. and talking about, hey, he must be a transplant, clearly. And y'all know, I think it's like even being in Atlanta or in D.C. and New York, a lot of people may not be from the area. But I think just knowing good Southern food is always better in the South. I mean, I'm sorry, I got to say it myself. But maybe I haven't tried a lot of the L.A. Southern foods. You know, I have had some Southern food in New York. and uh, Yep, no comment. But um, <laughs> Nathan kind of admits, you know, him being from Texas and, and Derek kind of defending him. Texas is known for his good old barbecue. And then you start to notice that the energy starts to kind of change a little. And for some reason, you can see the imagery between Lawrence and Nathan. And as Nathan is kind of standing his ground like, hey, is the barbecue assessment and focus on how good the southern food is in Houston versus LA I stand by that and it's interesting because Nathan somewhat resorts that people generally refer to Texas barbecue once they've had it but then Lawrence responds that the barbecue must not have been good enough to keep them there and so there's like this pause. And as they really are going back and forth, you realize that it's now moved from barbecue to Issa. And I love Issa's brother because he makes this comment to Nathan like, hey, um, my boo right here says that I need to get a cut. So what's your schedule like tomorrow? And Nathan's like, he's not free because he and Issa are still looking at apartments. And y'all know I'm watching it like, boom, <laughs> drop mic, walk away. And you can already tell in that moment, Lawrence had nothing else to say. I'm like, yo, this episode is the business. I mean, it was absolutely fantastic. And I loved really the back and forth energy between them two. And, and you can just visibly tell that they just are not fans of each other. I mean, of course not. But I think that moment needed to happen because, one, it hadn't happened. And, two, they really are both professing their love for a woman that loves both of them. So Tiffany decides to bring all of the girls inside to really talk to them about, you know, hey, I'll be back in L.A. for Molly's birthday. And they all kind of come to terms with hey we need to make an effort to see each other more and especially for birthdays and it's so funny like even in my friends group you know even right now as we talk about our trips for 2022 and you know how we all want to make sure that we're supporting each other for events for birthdays definitely for those you know top priority events that are in our lives I think it's totally necessary because you know, as we're living through this pandemic, as we all know, as life itself is so short and small for all of us, is that 
appreciate these moments that we all have with each other. So they all kind of agree to make an effort to see each other. But then Molly just starts to laugh and then keep laughing and laugh even harder. And I'm like, this woman is high. <laughs> and Kelly ends up smacking her like, girl, get it together. As they're all just kind of laughing as Molly's like, oh, y'all, I did an edible earlier. I'm sorry. I'm high. <laughs> and she literally was super high, but it was so cute just to kind of see Molly this season really, really let her hair down and just be a different person is exactly what we had been looking for. And it was time. It was time for Molly to just let it go you know, enjoy herself as a new woman. I mean, the haircut itself is already sickening, beautiful on this gorgeous black woman. But anyway, as they're all just kind of turning and laughing in the moment, they realize that they're interrupted by Condola. I still like Condola for some reason. I don't know why. And she comes into the kitchen just to get a bottle for the baby. And it's like that moment is just so awkward because... I believe this is the first time that they've really, and they as in Issa and Condola have really kind of been in the same room together. And Issa really kind of makes an effort to kind of be kind to Condola. And she finally tells her congratulations. And Condola, she responds by saying, yeah, I, thank you. And I heard about the art walk and went well. And I love to see these mature black women just having a respectful conversation with each other. And you can tell that it's it's a little tense, but it's super cordial. And it's definitely one of those moments that was necessarily needed for them to have. And so as high as Molly is, she's walking out and she actually sees Dro. And I was somewhat waiting on this moment because, you know, I think we really wanted to hear a lot of the backstory because, you know, his story somewhat ended. Um, and we just didn't know. Like, you know, I think he was talking about a baby at one point and, you know, him in this open relationship, you know, with his his wife. So it's interesting you know, she says, Molly responds by, I heard about your divorce and he apologizes. And I'm like, whoa, divorce. Okay, here we are. Okay, that answers a lot. And he also apologizes how things really ended between them. But I think also on how he really could have handled it a lot better. Torian actually comes out of nowhere because he is high as well. <laughs> And Molly explains re explains really the whole messy affair that they had together. And I love how as transparent and in the moment Molly was, it was just necessary. And given that Torian, he was so high, he took it like, okay, thanks. Thank you for letting me know how you guys met and let's move on. And I appreciate that because he's very much like, hey, we've all had past. And I had a past. I think he was saying that he was selling Adderall in his high school class, you know. So it's one of those things like I appreciate people that realize that we are all human. We all have past. And how do we continue to move forward with it and not judging me for my past? Because at the end of the day, we're all human. So keep it moving. 
So Issa actually runs into Lawrence as she's throwing something away in the trash can. And he asks if they can actually have a minute to, to chat. And Issa tells him, you know, that while she did not mean to call him last month, you know, it was really a mistake. And then Lawrence kind of takes a moment and he understands why the things really ended between them. But that situation is totally different now. And he he doesn't want to feel like, you know, he just didn't fight for her. And so Issa is just starting to tell him, like, you know, she's not sure really fighting in that moment would have mattered. And I don't know either because it's one of those things like... That situation was so uncomfortable. And I get that right now the moment is different because you've been able to have conversations with Condola. You guys are on the same page as far as let's make sure that we're great parents to, you know, the baby. So co-parenting is really the only thing that's top of mind. And so you guys had to figure that out. I get it. But to Issa's point, you know, that's not fair for her to have had to wait around until you figured it out. You know, life has to keep moving. Her life, her love, all of those things had to keep moving. And unfortunately, those things could not be done with you, Lawrence. So it's interesting Issa tells him that fighting in that moment could not have mattered. But then Lawrence is just, he's asking her loudly, is she happy? Because he is not happy without her. And he says, I love you, Issa. And I love how the camera really pans over and immediately you see Nathan. And so you don't really know if he really heard the conversation, you know, between both of them and really how Lawrence is saying how much he loves her and needs her. But you can already tell that he is already upset. And he's already upset, one, from Lawrence just being there. But in addition to he's upset that Issa didn't have the conversation that he actually did move back. And now seeing your ex with your current girlfriend, those things are super uncomfortable. And so, of course, he's going to be upset. And that moment, you see Lawrence kind of getting upset and he's clear that he's upset and, and they start to fight and Issa comes and she tries to dis, uh disescalate the situation de-escalate the situation and I'm just that moment was so heavy because it reminded me when Issa and Molly had gotten into a fight and Molly comes out and she tries to separate the two and Torian comes and he tries to separate everyone and Lawrence and Nathan, they just kind of really start to put hands on each other. And when they finally are separated, Nathan kind of blows up at Issa. And I don't think that it's a disrespect blow up because I think we all have to put ourselves in that situation. Put yourself in Nathan's shoes and you're super heated in the moment. And he's just like, give me a minute. I'm fine. Give me a minute. And he kind of somewhat walks away. And Lawrence kind of walks away. You don't really see where he goes, but Issa is just really left in the middle of the party, focused on her like, whoa, what just happened? I can't believe this just happened. <laughs> and now what do I do? 
have to say, fantastic episode. Fantastic, fantastic, hands down, over the top, definitely much needed. But I think also, you know, we're down to just one episode. And it's interesting to see, like, what is going to be resolved in this last episode, you know, I know that Insecure, the entire team, the writers, huge shout out to Melinda and um, Prentice. You know, he made a quick little cameo tonight as one of the servers and uh, Issa and the team. You know, I know that they will have so much stuff to unfold in this last episode. God, I, y'all don't want to throw a couple of more episodes in there, Issa? I'm just saying, listen, y'all can just add some more. Nobody will care. I promise you HBO, they'll give y'all some more money. I, I'm just, I hate to speak for HBO, but just saying. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's impossible to imagine that after all this time, we're going to be headed right back to really where we began with Issa and Lawrence. But, I think really only time will tell, only next Sunday will tell, and I hope you guys enjoyed this, tonight's episode. I had an amazing time watching it. It was top tier, probably one of, or two of the second best episodes of this season, and if you guys have not seen it, make sure that you check out all of the past episodes. Hell, check out the entire season, but also check out the series on HBO Max. Um, but of course, Insecure comes on Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I hate it because it's like I can only say this one more time next week. Boo. But again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Jameer Smith Show. The recap of Insecure Season 5, Episode 9. And stay tuned, guys. The last episode of the Jameer Smith Show podcast is going to be this week. And we will be taking a break. And we will be back middle of January, spring 2022. Again, thank you guys so much for supporting and believing in me. And until next time, as we always say, stay positive, but stay creative. Feels like I'm stuck on